This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 123 is going to be from Leviticus chapter 18, verses 2 through 5. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. Leviticus chapter 18, verses 2 through 5 read, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord your God. According to the doings of the land of Egypt, where you dwelt, you shall not do. And according to the doings of the land of Canaan, where I am bringing you, you shall not do. Nor shall you walk in their ordinances. You shall observe my judgments and keep my ordinances to walk in them. I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments, which if a man does, he shall live by them. I am the Lord. Moses was explaining to the children of Israel that if they wanted to be God's people, they had to act like God's people. They could not act like the Egyptians and keep the laws of the Egyptians according to the gods of the Egyptians. They could not act like the children of Canaan and keep the ordinances of the gods of the children of Canaan. They had to act like children of God. They had to keep God's judgments and his ordinances and walk in them in order to be a child of God. They had to keep his judgments and live by them in order to be a child of God. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. This goes all the way back to Adam and Eve and stretches all the way forward to today. If we want to be God's people, we have to act like God's people. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, they had rules by which they were to live by. They couldn't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And when they did... They were kicked out of the garden. You see, if they wanted to be God's children and have God walk amongst them, then they had to keep his laws, even all the way back then. If the patriarchal fathers, starting with Abraham, wanted to be God's people, they had to live as if they were God's people. They had to keep the law that was given to them, the patriarchal law, and walk in the ordinances of God. If the Jews wanted to be God's people, they had to do the same. They could not just walk however they wanted to walk. They had to walk the way that God wants them to walk. If the Gentiles of that time wanted to be God's people, they had to live the way that God wanted them to live. There was no other way to be a child of God than to keep his commandments. In Genesis chapter 5, verses 22 through 24, the Bible says, After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. You see, Enoch walked with God. This means he kept God's law. The law that was given him to be kept, Enoch kept it. He walked with God, and God took him. You see, if Enoch wanted to be a child of God, he had to listen to God and he had to put into practice what God wanted him to put into practice or else he would not have walked 
with God. If we go forward to Genesis chapter 6 in the time of Noah, in Genesis chapter 6 and verse 9, this is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. You see, Noah was a child of God. He was a just man and he was perfect in his generation. And in order to be a child of God, he had to keep the commands of God. God would tell him to build an ark and he would give him specific guidelines <coughs> by which to build that ark. And Noah would do it. He would build the ark and he would do it exactly the way that God wanted it to be done. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. Noah had to act like a child of God. He had to be an obedient child in order for God to walk with him. In Genesis chapter 17 and verse 1, it says, When Abram was 90 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. You see, God wanted Abraham to walk before him and to be blameless. And then the only way for him to do that was to keep the commandments of God, to trust him, to have faith in him. And that's exactly what Abraham would do. Abraham would have faith in God even when God would tell him to leave his homeland and go to a place in which he was not telling him how long it would take him to get there or how long he would be there or even where he was going. And Abraham would just do it. He would walk before God as blameless in obedience to him. When the child of promise was to finally come to him and be born, God would tell him to take him up on a mountain and sacrifice him. And that's exactly what Abraham would do. He would take him up on the mountain, and as the knife was on the way down to sacrifice him, God would stop him. But in order to be a child of God, Abraham had to be blameless. He had to walk before God in faith. Exactly like we do today. If we want to be a child of God, we have to walk before him in faith. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. They could not act just however they wanted to act. They had to follow the rules and regulations set forth by God. They had to keep his laws and his ordinances, or they would not be his people. In Genesis chapter 24 and verse 40, the Bible says, But he said to me, The Lord, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you and prosper your way, and you shall take a wife for my son from my family and from my father's house. Notice what is said here. But he said to him, The Lord, before whom I walk, this is the Lord who, whose laws I keep. This is the one that I walk before. If we want to be God's people, we've got to walk before the Lord. And in order to do that, we have to live the way that he wants us to live. If we don't live the way that he wants us to live, then we cannot walk before him. If we sin, we're going to be kicked out of the garden, the same as Adam and Eve. We're not going to be able to be in his presence. Isaiah chapter 59 verses 1 and 2 tells us that sin separates us from God. In Exodus chapter 16 and verse 4, the Bible says, Then the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you, and the people shall go out and gather a certain quota every day, that I may test them whether they will walk in my law or not. This life is a test as to whether or not we're going to, going to keep God's laws. God gave them specific regulations for the manna that was coming down, and he expected them to keep it. And he was testing them to see if they were going to be his children, if they were going to listen to him or not and be obedient to him. And so 
the manna that came down from heaven was a test as to whether they would walk in his law or not. In Leviticus chapter 26 and verses 3 and 4, the Bible says, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, then I will give you rain in its season. The land shall yield its produce, and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. If you want me to take care of you, then you have to live the way that I want you to live. I can't take care of you if you're breaking my laws and my commandments, which I mean for your good. And so if we want to be God's people, we have to live by his laws and his rules. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. In Leviticus chapter 26 and verse 27 through 28, the Bible says, And after all this, if you do not obey me, but walk contrary to me, then I will also walk contrary to you in fury. And I, even I, will chasten you seven times for your sins. If we want to be God's people, we have to live according to the way that he wants us to live. If we walk contrary to him, he's going to chastise us. He is going to rebuke us and try to bring us back to him. In Leviticus chapter 26 and verses 40 through 42, the Bible says, But if they confess their iniquity and the iniquity of their fathers with their unfaithfulness in which they were unfaithful to me, and that they also have walked contrary to me, and that I also have walked contrary to them and have brought them into the land of their enemies, if their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they accept their guilt, then I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham, and I will, remem- I will remember the land. You see, in order for God to remember and to forgive them, they had to repent. They had to understand the wrong that they had done, and they had to come back to him so that he would remember them. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. We can't act however we want to act and expect to be the children of God. We have to act the way that God desires us to act. In Isaiah chapter 2, verses 5 through 8, the Bible says, O house of Jacob, come and let us walk in the light of the Lord, for you have forsaken your people the house of Jacob, because they are filled with eastern ways. They are soothsayers like the Philistines, and they are pleased with the children of foreigners. Their land is also full of silver and gold, and there is no end to their treasures. Their land is also full of horses, and there is no end to their chariots. Their land is also full of idols. They worship the work of their own hands and that which their own fingers have made." They went after, after other idols. And if they wanted to be a child of God, if they wanted to be God's people, they had to live the way that God wanted them to live. They had to walk in his light. But they chose to walk in other gods' light, which aren't really gods. They're the work of their own hands. But they were walking in their ways. And God said, I cannot be your God if you're not going to live by my statutes and let me take care of you. If you decide to make gods of your own hands, then you forsake me. And it's the same way with us today. If we make gods of our own hands and worship them, then we forsake our 
living God. In Hosea chapter 14 and verse 9, the Bible says, Who is wise? Let him understand these things. Who is prudent? Let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the transgressors stumble in them. The righteous will walk in the ways of the Lord because they're right. But the unrighteous, the transgressor, will stumble in them. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. In Amos chapter 3 and verse 3, it says, Can two walk together unless they be agreed? If we do not agree with God, then we're on the wrong side. And we cannot walk together with God unless we agree with God. In Jonah chapter 1, in verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Ammoni, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Nineveh was a city of Gentiles. But if they wanted to be children of God, they could. They could live by the patriarchal law and be a child of God, and God would take care of them. But they had to keep God's commandments. They had to act like children of God. In Jonah chapter 2, I'm sorry, in Jonah chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, the Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I will tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth, from the greatest to the least of them. Then the word came to the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king, and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water, but let a man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn and relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? Then God saw their works that they turned from their evil way, and God relented from the disaster that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. If the people of the Old Testament times wanted to be God's people, whether they were the patriarchal fathers, Jews, or Gentiles, they had to act like God's people. The people of Nineveh acted like God's people. They repented of their evil ways, and they came back to God. And even though they were Gentiles, God spared them. God took care of the patriarchal fathers when they would live the way that he desired them to live, when they would act like his people. God took care of the Jews when they would live like the way that they were supposed to and act like his people. And God would take care of the Gentiles when they would live the way that they were supposed to and act like his people. And God will take care of us today if we will simply act like his people. So as we go about our lives today, Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, 
Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.